0: Thank you So, firstly Will God hear my prayer? Will God hear my prayer? So, short answer In short, yes, of course God will hear your prayer But, if we turn to Job chapter 22, verse 27 Job 22, 27 Joe 22, verse 7 reads, Thou hast not. What is it oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I was reading 21. Joe 22, verse 27. <clears throat> thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. And he shall hear thee, of course. As born-again believers, we have that mediator, and He grants us access to God, as we discussed last week. And because of that, God will hear your prayer. Now, uh, we'll get into further how how God hears our prayer, and I think I'll uh, say for next week. Uh, we'll sort of uh, uh, unload this a little more, because I think the question of "Will God hear my prayer?" I think we'll better understand it when we discuss why God is not answering your prayer or why God does not hear your prayer. So we'll cover that next week in more detail. So yes, God will hear our prayer in short. Uh, we turn to Jeremiah 33. Jeremiah 33. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. <clears throat> Jeremiah 33 verse 3, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And I will answer thee. So we'll get into uh, the long answer next week with that, uh, focusing on that part where, and I will answer thee because there are things which do hinder uh, uh, our ability or or, uh, do hinder the certain answers that we want to hear from God there are things that will uh, stop us from uh, getting the things that we pray for and we'll we'll uh, discuss that next week but if we look at how should i pray how should i pray number 1 how should i pray pray to god not to impress people matthew chapter 6 matthew chapter 6 verse 5 to 6 <clears throat> Matthew chapter six, verse five and six, and when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the street, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse six, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Prayer most of the time is an intimate and personal act of communication. We, we can ask someone to pray for opening, closing prayer, and that person will pray in public, but that is not what the Lord is saying here. In this context, he's talking about the Pharisees. And the Pharisees, a lot of the times in the Bible, are, are symbols of those people who who are religious in a sense, but not religious as in they have a close relationship to God, but religious as in that they, they have religion as a way to uh, sort of have that crutch over people, is to say that they are more holy than them, or to to see themselves as higher than others. <clears throat> if we look at this, <clears throat> sorry, prayer prayer uh, in public. For example, we can ask a person. We, we can ask maybe ask Agent. Agent, can you close us in a word of prayer? Agent is, is praying in public. That's not what the Lord is uh, concerned about. He's not concerned about people praying praying in public. What he's concerned about. Is people praying selfishly. You know, uh, we do this a lot. Sometimes uh, we forget that prayer is just talking to God. A lot of times we might uh, begin to think prayer is sort of your opportunity to show how eloquent you are or how good you are in speech. That's not the point of prayer. Prayer is not our time for, you know, it's not an essay that you write for school. It's not there to impress. Prayer, you really have to, in a sense, Really uh, simplify it. It's just you talking to God and to God only. So prayer is not, as the Pharisees put it, it's not our, that's not our time to shine. That's our time to talk with God. Keep your mind on God. So that's the main thing when you're praying. Keep your mind on God. I know, even for me, uh, you know, when we and my siblings are having dinner, a lot of you know sometimes, uh, you know, they'll they'll sit up and you know everyone's ready to eat and you know I'll just watch them and then. They're about to eat their food. And then I know that they haven't prayed for their food. So but they're about to put it in their mouths and I'll just wait patiently. Oh uh, yeah, they, these guys haven't prayed. And I'll wait for them to put the, the food in their mouth and then I'll just start praying. And I'll just start praying, like, cause, and when I start praying, you can hear all the utensils are stop, And then they start chewing slowly, like, oh. And then Levy's praying, so that I'm praying and I'll make sure to pray loud. So they just to say, they get the point that I know that, they know that they haven't prayed. So in my mind, you know, I'm praying, but you know, I, I'm not focused on, you know, praying to God. You know, what I'm really thinking of is, you know, man, these guys haven't prayed and they got food in their mouths. You know, how dare they? And you know, I'll, I'll you know, go on, go on, do my prayer, and I'll say Amen, and I'll look up, and then, you know, they're too ashamed to, you know, eat fast, so they're just, they just chew like slowly, you know. And if you know my family, you know, they like to eat, so they, I don't know why they're chewing slowly. You know, they're chewing slowly because they're ashamed because yeah, you know, I, I started praying, you know, just as they start eating. So that's me praying, and praying is supposed to be a good thing. But when I do that prayer, God isn't on my on my mind. I did I, when when I was praying in that sense, I was praying to let them know that they were less than me. That's why I was praying because I wanted to let them know. So that's what the the Pharisees are doing. They weren't praying to glorify God. They're not praying to exalt God. They're not praying to to praise God. They were praying to let them, to let the the public know that they're not as good as as me. That's what they were praying as. And God warns us not to pray like that. So when I was praying, I wasn't praying for, you know, I was praying, you know, in words, you know, God bless his food, you know, this, that, and the third. But really, in reality, where was my heart? My heart was not on God. My mind was not on God. It was on others. So when we pray, we have to. Have God in our mind. If you look back at that verse, talking about the Pharisees, <clears throat> verse six: "But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, when thou hast shut thy door, pray to the Father which is a secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly." So, when you pray in uh, in public for you know selfish reasons, sure you might get that reward, but the Lord will not be with you in that prayer. He's not going to, in a sense, hear that prayer. For me, for my example, I was praying, you know, God bless His food, you know, let it be a nourishment to our bodies. But since God wasn't on my mind, since He wasn't the priority, He, he wasn't in my heart during that prayer, it says that uh, God, I will be rewarded, but just openly. And that's it. That's my reward. There's no, you know, eternal, there's no spiritual value to that reward. You know, I did get the reward. When I open my eyes and I see them chewing slowly, they're sort of awkward and no one wants to make eye contact that's my reward wow they feel so ashamed I feel so holy you know these guys they pray and you know they, they eat and they're not eating, uh they're not praying for their food that's my reward but that's it there's no godly uh, effect there there's no spiritual reward there <clears throat> so I got my my pride but my my chicken is not blessed my rice is just it's just rice you know but uh, we have to pray with God in the forefront of our mind. <clears throat> you know, we a lot of times we like to make prayer sort of a, a spectacle. We we're not supposed to make prayer a spectacle. It's not a it's not you know our speech at a battle. A lot of times we like to do this in our spiritual lives. We like to make our spiritual lives a spectacle for the public. I saw this um, when I was scrolling through my phone. There's like. You're probably, you've probably seen it before, there's uh, the mega churches. And a lot of times, you, you know, in the US, and you have these mega churches, and I was watching, there was a video, and then, they're about to uh, start their service. And you know, there's sort of like those mist machines, and the mist machine is sort of going in between the chairs, and then the pulpit is in the front, but the pastor's not there yet. Well, and then, there's sort of like, those, there's like these drums that start playing, and all of a sudden, you see the pastor in a harness, and a zip line and he's on the roof of the church building. You have to think to yourself, what is the use of, of, of all those theatrics? And you see all the drummers and they come down and they're all suspended in the air. They all have these harnesses on and they're all wow, it looks so cool. And you know, you're just waiting for Katy Perry to come out, you know, any second now. What's the point of uh, all these theatrics? It's for the the public. It's for the public, it's not there's no spiritual value in that. So when we pray, it's the same thing. We don't pray as a, as a spectacle. We don't pray to show that you know we're so eloquent, we know our way of words. You know, uh, we're not we're not there to preach. We're there to talk with God and to God only. So do not make our prayers a spectacle. Do not pray to man. When we pray, we pray to to God. <clears throat> and number 2 therefore uh, for how should I pray? Do not pray repeating empty words. Do not pray repeating empty words or Vain repetitions. And we turn to just the next two verses down. Matthew chapter seven, uh, chapter six, verse seven and eight. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like them, uh, like unto them, for your father know knoweth what things ye have a need for uh, need of before ye ask him. The keyword there is vain repetitions, vain repetitions. But in those two words, the most important one is vain, useless. <clears throat> we see this a lot in school. If if you, if you went to school, you went to high school. When you first start school and you take English, a lot of the times the uh, the teachers they encourage you to write a lot, write a lot, write a lot, write a lot. You know, you know, a lot of times, what's the first thing you you know a lot of the students ask for when you get given a, a assignment? What's the word count? Yeah. What, what's, what's the word count, Miss? What's the word count, sir? And, you know, that's the first thing we ask for because you know when we're typing it, and, you know, we just start high school and you know it's you and you know your four friends and you're writing your essay and it's like, oh, how's your essay going? Oh, it's going good. Oh, what's? How many words do you have? And then your friend will say, oh, I have like one, one thousand. I like, and then you know deep in your mind you have one point two. So you know your essay is better than his because you have more words. That's how. That's sort of our thinking, you know, when we first start high school and then you get to. The senior level of high school, and what what do they tell you then? Keep it concise. They don't want you writing a lot of pages. Even in the the essay itself, you're not allowed to write over six pages. Well, what, what what happened between junior and senior? They want you to get rid of that vain repetitions. There's a lot of uh, words that we might be using that are just there for you know just cause. You know they they don't have any use. They're not there to, to talk with God. They're just there to fill up the the word count. So, vain repetitions, you know, uh, a lot of times uh, when we, I, I think the first time that I experienced uh, vain repetitions, and my siblings just came in, so they'll, they'll understand as well. Uh, you know, when you go to f- uh, a family function, and the thing is, when you go to a Tuvaluan family function, you know, everyone's Christian, so you have the, the food, like, before you have the food, of course, you pray. And usually the one who prays is like a, you know, maybe it's the uncle that prays, or maybe it's like a grandpa that prays. And the difference between us, uh, you guys, and, uh, or probably not you guys, but most so of maybe Matt or like British, is uh, you guys have uh, chairs. Swallows, we just sit on the, the ground. And the thing is, you sit cross-legged. You sit cross-legged, and then the person, you know, they pray. And I remember one time, uh, someone was praying for the food. I know it's my uncle, or someone, someone older. They're praying for the food. And uh, the prayer went on, and we're just sitting there cross-legged. It's just us and the cousins. And the prayer goes on, and then, you know, the, the prayer is just still going on. And then it gets to the point where one of the cousins is already eating the, the chicken. And then the prayer keeps going, keeps going. And you got to remember, we're cross-legged. So by the time the prayer finishes, everyone just has arthritis. So there's a lot of times, the prayer just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And it's not about length. It's not about repetition. It's about... Vain repetitions. It's about useless repetitions because there are things that you always say uh, when you pray. For example, if you notice, if you've been in the church long enough, you know, Brother Bong. What does Brother Bong say when he prays? Lord, you know, in your word, where two or three are gathered together, there you are in the midst of them. You know, he always says that. But that's not. It, it might be uh, repetition, but it's not vain repetition. Why? Because there's a use for that verse. It's it's uh, it relates to to the prayer. It relates to you know, uh, why we are here at church, uh, you know, it relates to what we do, so it's not it's not a vain repetition. But there's repetitions that we do that are uh, definitely vain. Things that we just repeat just for the sake of repeating, or just for the sake of maybe it's uh, that's how you brought up, that's why you maybe you had a cue card that you were supposed to pray, or if maybe uh, you had in your previous, you know, religion or previous, you know, Christians. Christian uh, sect. Maybe you had a, a prayer that you had to say before the service, word for word, and you all, like, uh, uh, announce it. So there are things that, uh, you know, it's, it no longer becomes a conversation with God. It just becomes a script that you read. And that's something that we uh, we had to avoid because you got to remember that the the prayer is a, it's a communication with God. It's not something that you read off a script and then you know, you sort of present it to God. It should be a conversation in a sense and that we converse with God through our prayer and God converses with us through His, His Word. So we have to be careful of that as well. <clears throat> and it's, uh, as I said before, it's not just length. Prayer is not about the, the length of the, uh, the talk. It's, it's definitely not. It's, you know, I talked about, you know, my uncle praying for so long that, you know, people get arthritis and, you know, the person says, Amen. Yeah, a lot of times they'll say, Amen, and then you open your eyes and there's still people praying. You know, and they're not praying, they're sleeping. So, you know, it's, it's not about... It. Uh, sure, prayer can be too long, but it can also be too short. And both reasons are not about the length, in a sense. It's about vain repetitions, because a prayer can be too short. Last week we discussed about, you know, a lot of times when I'm hungry, and I just, you know, do that to in prayer. And then you know I'll speed up if I'm you know after basketball practice I'm so hungry. Amen. Uh, and sometimes you know it gets really bad. You know I'm really hungry. You know coach maybe we just did suicides the whole day we're just running back and forth. And I just look at the the plate and I was looking as a amen. I just I won't even pray. But if you what does what does amen mean? Amen means so be it or to to agree. So if I don't say anything before that I just say amen. I'm just, I'm just saying yeah, I agree with that chicken right there. So I'm not I'm not really praying. There's no conversation with God. Why? Because even in that sense, the Amen was was vanity. Even though I didn't blabber on, you know, doing all this, I didn't waffle, but the Amen is still in vain. There's no conversation with God. So it's it's not about length. Don't think of your prayer as a as a essay word count where there's a minimum or a maximum amount of words that you have to say. If you if you're praying, and the prayer has to be concise, you know, let it be concise, but if you're praying and you're seeking God and you're trying to get you get right with God, don't stop praying until you get right with God. There's no true link to your prayer. It should be a conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of times, you know, we get uh, hung over like the, you know, uh, the basics, uh, not the basics, the, you know, cultural, you know, uh, things that, you know, we sort of grow up learning we grew up learning, you know, you don't want to, you know, in my case, you know, in Zavaluan sense, a lot of the prayer is long. So maybe you might grow up thinking, you know, uh, I have to pray until I hear people snoring. But, you know, that's not the case. You know, maybe you grow up in a in a sense where, you know, prayer is just a, a quick thing. But you got to remember that, you know, in the verse, if we go back to the verse, sorry, <clears throat> if we go back to the verse, it says here, they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. You know, God's not going to hate you if you go on for two hours if all you say is nothing. A lot of times we do so much, but we we give so little. We do so much, but we give so little in a sense that, you know, we put on uh, all these fancy words. You know, and it's not just prayer. It can also be preaching. You know, maybe you're preaching. A lot of times, I know myself when I'm preaching, a lot of times, you know, it's... Uh, you, you sort of write your preaching in a sense that it's sort of a, you know, a, a play. Or, you know, you try to, you know, oh these words don't sound nice, you know, these words don't even, you know, they're, they're not going to touch the hearts of the people. But in true sense, it's not, I don't have the capability to, to touch your heart. That's not my, my, uh, my uh, field of work. That's up to the Lord. So remember, it's not about the length of your your prayer. It's not about if it's too long, if it's too short. Just deal with God in the way that you most see fit, and don't don't think about length. It's not about length when you pray. <clears throat> I even had the same mistake when uh, I, I told you about uh, going from junior English to senior. And I remember my I was writing an essay in year 11. I think it was, a, it was about a a World War II or World War One film that we 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 saw. And uh, I went on, and then I was like, oh, I remember in junior. Junior year, you two write, just write whatever you want, just keep on writing. And my my thought process was if I write a lot, at least something is right. That was my thought process when I was writing the essay. And I remember I handed the draft in and I got it back, and it's like, oh, there's too much. I said, oh, what do you mean, there's too much? You know, this whole time we've been taught that, you know, if you, if you talk a lot, the person will hear you more. But that's obviously not the case. Uh, you know, if, if you have little brothers, a lot of the times they'll talk so much that, you know, you just... A lot of times it's with Kisana. And Gisana, Gisana's, you know, he's a smart kid and he's always watching these, these uh, you know, videos where it's about, you know, some random science stuff. And like, I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know what he's talking about, but he'll keep on asking me questions like, oh, Levy, do you know da, 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 this, that, and this, uh, and then... And it'll just keep on going. He talk so much to so the point where I just ask Gisona, Gisana, do you want to play a game? And I say, oh, okay, yeah, let's play a game, Levi. And I just say, okay. First one to talk is out. Okay, first one to talk is out. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Five minutes in, and he's already keeps on talking. A lot of times, you know, that's like how we act. You know, we think that if we keep on, you know, keep on talking, we think that if we talk louder, if we talk more, that the person will hear us. But that's not in the case with God. We first have to get right with God, get right with God, and then we can, we can say what we want. So just to recap, <clears throat> how should I pray? Oh, sorry. Will God hear me? Yes. In short, God will hear your prayer. And how should I pray? Pray firstly not to impress people. Okay, it's not a spectacle when we pray. You know, you, you know, uh, none of us are Martin Luther King, you know, in the front of a rally. We're not here to, to you know, rally up and you know get the people going. We're here to take the requests of the people and take it to God. That's it. That's it. Uh, that's what prayer is in its most simplest form. So do not pray to. To impress, always have God in your mind when you are praying. And number two, do not repeat empty words. Of course, we can repeat words. We're always going to say amen. We're always going to say, you know, Father. We're always going to say God. We're always going to say words, but make sure they're not sitting and vanity, in vanity. And lastly, we talked about length. Length is not the, the most important part of our, our prayer. Don't, don't think about length. When you're talking to God, talk to Him as you would a person. I wouldn't go up to to Adrian, but before I go up to Adrian, I already said in my mind, I can only I, I can only talk for Adrian to two minutes. Anything above that, you know, that's it. And I don't go up to Adrian when I talk and I say, I don't I don't think about word count. Imagine how awkward that would be. If you go to your friends, but before you talk to your friends, you think of a word count, ah, uh, minimum two thousand words, and then I you know he'll he'll hear me. That's not how we talk to our friends. If you if you have friends, you don't go up and you think you know. Oh, if I talk loud enough, and then you'll hear me. That's not how we talk. We just and if you talk like that, you know. Yeah, you be you, but yeah, I won't judge. Uh, <laughs> you might not have friends, you know, as you grow up. But when you go up to your friends, you never think of a word count. You just you just talk from the heart. And when you go up to your friends, you don't have a script. You don't have a script when you go up to your friends. I don't go up to my friends with all the stat sheet of the Boston Celtics, I don't go up to them like that. I go to my friends, we, we talk, you know, whatever comes up, comes up, and that's what comes up. When I come, you know, and I, I go to say hello to Adrian. I don't have a script that says, you know, hello, uh, you know, this, 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 is what I did yesterday, two o'clock. That's not how we talk to God, we don't have a script, we don't have a word count when we talk to God. Just talk from the the heart, whatever, you know, brings it up. and. The thing with the uh, length, especially, is when you are in in need. In need. When you're in need, say you're on the phone of the the police and you're getting robbed. You're getting robbed up robbed by the police. And you start, you know, start talking with the police. Oh yeah, I need help. I need this, I need that. And then it gets to the two minute mark and it's like, oh, it's been two minutes, let me just hang up. That's not how you talk to the police. You talk until your help has arrived. If you're seeking God and you're seeking God's face. And you really need something from God. You need to get right with Him. You don't hang the phone up with God until you get right with God. That's how we pray. I wouldn't, you know, ask for the ambulance. And as the ambulance is talking, "What's your address?" I was like, "Oh, my address is 57." Oh, it's 12 o'clock. Sorry, I gotta stop talking now. And you know, a lot of times, you know, we do that with prayer. I know me especially. If I pray on my bed, if I pray on my bed, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't end well. You know, oh, it doesn't even end. I just, you know, start praying and then, you know, start praying, do my prayer, da 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 da, and you know, my head starts nodding. It's like, okay, uh, God, it looks like it's time for bedtime. You know, let me head off now. That's not how we pray. You know, you know, you shouldn't pray and then set a limit on your prayer. You you, you limit what God has uh, available for you. If you need help, if you really need to seek uh, seek God, that's why we have so much time in your prayer vigil. You know, if you, you know, prayer visual now, we finish at like, when do we finish? Like, 11. If you don't know before, when we were in Agent's old house, we finished the next day. Because, you know, you, I think it was, was it, I think there was more than one preaching. I think it was two, yeah, two preachings. So they would preach, and then another preaching, and then you pray. So by the time you wake up, oh, you wake up, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the time Levy wakes up, but by, the, by the time you guys stop, finish pre- praying, Usually it's 1 o'clock the next, morning, uh, the next morning. So, you know, you can say that you prayed the whole day. That's how much you prayed. And the reason that, you know, pastor sort of, um, you know, he, he really uh, pushes uh, prayer is because he doesn't want to limit your blessings. If there's something that you need to get right with God, he wants you to get it right with God in that moment. You know, he doesn't... It's so easy to procrastinate with prayer. You know, I procrastinate, you know, with the smallest things. You know, uh, yeah... I'll clean, yeah. Uh, my parents are here, so they can attest to this. You know, I'll clean my room. I'll clean my room tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes, and then next year comes now. Uh, <laughs> the next week comes, and you know, my parents come and it's like, You haven't cleaned your room? It's like, yes, I have. A, you know, that cup, the cup used to be on that side of the room. Now it's on this. You know, we, it's, it's so easy for us to procrastinate. And, you know, a lot of times we don't see procrastination in prayer. We might say, you know, we're praying, we're praying, and there's something that we're seeking from God, and we haven't yet found it in prayer, or we haven't really gotten right with prayer and with Him in prayer, and we sort of just end the prayer there. Well, we'll pick it up tomorrow. If you have something that you you, you really uh, heavy on your heart with God, don't stop praying until you you get there. Of course, I'm not saying, you know, pray for you know the whole day and miss lunch and things like that, but you know, pray really uh, intentionally. If you have something that you need from God. Really do, do pray. So in saying that, that's it for our our, our Sunday school. So will God hear my prayer? Yes. How should I pray? Don't pray to impress people, and don't think about the length. Don't think about the you know complex you know things. Just pray to God. A lot of a lot of times, Christianity or the religion of Christianity can really uh, complicate what Christ really has in store for us. Don't think about the you know complexities of prayer. Prayer is not a complex thing. You just talk to your to your dad, the, the same way you talk to your your earthly father. The same way you talk to your heavenly father. So don't don't make it over complex because you gotta realize. Imagine how awkward it is talking to your dad if you just you know have a script with you. Is that how you talk to to your dad? Then in the same way that you know us as as uh, Christians, we don't come to the Lord with a script. We come to the Lord with a need, and if that every need is, is different for each day, so in that same way we, we pray in that way. Keep it, you know, keep it simple. Don't don't complicate the things of the Lord, because oftentimes the Lord is a sim is a, is a simple God. The same thing with salvation. Salvation is such a simple simple plan, but because of all this, you know, religious added added religion it becomes so complex to us. We, we we like to make it more complex as humans to make us more, you know, seem more smart. You know, sometimes when I'm talking to, you know, maybe you're talking to your friends and you, you say a word and then, oh, uh, when I write my essays, I write my essays and I have, a t- I have the Google Docs tab open and next to the Google Docs is the thesaurus. And I go through my essay and every word under four letters I change. Because in my thinking, oh yeah, short word, not intelligent, big word, wow, very intelligent. That's, our, that's, that's my thinking when I'm writing my essay. That's not our thinking when we when we pray. We're not praying to be intelligent. We're praying for fellowship with God. That's our time of communion with them. So in saying that. We'll close in a word of prayer. Let's bow heads and close our eyes in prayer. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for uh, today, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing uh, all these people together, Lord. We uh, pray, Lord, that you help us, Lord, in, uh, in, in praying, Lord. Help us, Lord, to, to be more familiar with you and continuous in our prayer, Lord. Help us, Lord, not to pray, Lord, for the glory of of man, Lord. Help us not to to pray, Lord, for the exalting of ourselves, Lord, but for the glory of yourself, for the glory of God, and for the praise of God as well, Lord. We pray, Lord, that uh, you be with us, Lord, for uh, the rest of uh, this morning, Lord, and afternoon, Lord. We pray, Lord, for the next speaker to come as well, Lord. Pray that you be with him, Lord, and bless his lips as well, Lord. Forgive us our sins. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, just an announcement on... Housekeeping gents who uh, are members of the church, can you uh, make room and seats for the visitors and ladies? Um, because this is all the seats we have. We can't go and get them from elsewhere because all of the other other rooms are in use. So if you're uh, member,